This is A Pilgrim's History on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, discussing a history fact of the week and how it has shaped our world. Here's your host, Aubrey Gulick. Early one evening in January of 1958, Arthur and Susie Mellon showed up at a TV studio in Hollywood carrying brightly colored plastic hula hoops. They were not expected. Arthur, who had helped found Whammo with his friend Richard Nur a few years prior, was determined to get on air. And perhaps because the product was unique, or because Arthur was persuasive, he and Susie did. That night, and for several weeks following, Arthur and Susie demonstrated their new product, the hula hoop. But TV was only one of the ways they chose to advertise it. Whammo executives carried the hoops on their flights as a carry-on, hoping people would stop and ask about the strange object. They showed up at playgrounds to demonstrate techniques and tricks to children. Stores in Europe offered late-night deliveries so that adult customers wouldn't be embarrassed to buy a toy for themselves. The marketing techniques might have been novel, but the product took off. In 1958, there were an estimated 80 to 100 million hula hoops sold around the globe. They just had one problem. They couldn't get a patent. So they trademarked the name, which was almost as good. Of course, Whammo hadn't invented the toy. Similar hoops were being used in ancient Egypt and later in Europe in the 14th century. An Australian company had realized that they were onto something when their brightly colored plastic version took off a few years prior. So they approached Nur and Mellon, hoping to break into the American market. They didn't just break into the American market, though. Hula hoops, named after a Hawaiian dance, took off internationally. In some ways, the hula hoop was one of the earliest examples of a product taking the world by storm. It had only been recently that advertising and selling a product on such a wide scale had become possible. Two world wars and the development of mass media had suddenly made the world much smaller. The craze in Paris could be all the rage in Manila and San Francisco, simultaneously. By October, everything was over. Sales plummeted and Wamo's competitors began to drop out of the market. But Nur and Mellon were in it for the long run. They finally managed to patent the product on March 5, 1963. They hadn't really pushed the hula hoop for a while at that point. They were too busy employing their newfound marketing techniques on the frisbee. But in 1963, they added tiny balls to the insides of the hoops to make it make noise. And of course, it did in fact come back. Not quite as a fad, but more like a consistent product. Today, more than one million hula hoops are sold by Whammo every year, and the toy has successfully become a childhood staple. This is A Pilgrim's History. I'm your host, Aubrey Gulick, and you're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale at 101.7 FM.